This is the Drive-In Podcast. Take one. Bada big, bada boom. Welcome to episode 128 of the Drive-In Podcast. On today's episode, we have our San Diego Comic-Con 2022 recap featuring our rankings of the 10 most anticipated MCU projects of the newly entitled Multiverse Saga. So use the bathroom now, grab that popcorn, and enjoy episode 128 of the Drive-In Podcast. Howdy, Judy. Welcome to episode 128 of TDI. This is Dr. O on the horn. Uh, once again, uh, not surrounded by AC, um, sweating my absolute uh, expletive off, right? While I'm in my house right now, Ricky Flex seems like uh, you are away from home right now. Are you uh, going on a little vacay right now? What's the deal? Uh, just a little weekend getaway here, uh, focusing on Comic-Con, of course, but not there. Not at Comic-Con, just to be clear. But no, yeah, getting some golfing in, you know, usual. But watching movies and, and shows as always. So uh, Comic-Con, I was following closely this year. Uh, I think Marvel absolutely blew everybody out of the water once again. DC, gotta say I was a little disappointed. But uh, I think it's start, I think we have to start planning on potentially taking a trip next year, Ricky Flux. I don't think you've been to California. I haven't been to California. Summertime, I'm not working. You seem like you're exploring a lot during the summer. What do you say we take a, co- a Comic-Con trip to 2023? Might need to get sponsored, but yes, I am I am down. I am very much down for a trip to the great state of California that I've never been to. We'll get someone to pay for our trip, and then also they'll pay for our costume. Ricky Flex, what would your cosplay be if you went to Comic-Con? Invincible. Um, wow. Jeez. Okay. I want to do like the normal Marvel or DC. I want to go off the beaten path. Um, Homelander. Uh, oh my God. I will not. What if you're, you were a Homelander and like, who would deep, I have to be? The deep. Dude, I'd be the deep. Oh yeah. I would do that. <laughs> the suit's a little tight. No, it'd be fun. I, I would actually be so to be down. Dude, I would wear that. an octopus, like just like tied oh, in my crotch. <laughs> Spoiler alert there. But uh no, that would be a lot of fun. I uh speaking of the boys, just like am, am are we getting to the point where the Homelander memes are just getting way too out of hand? There are so many in the replies for everything that came out during Comic Con. It's just like there's the video, there's multiple videos, right? There's the one where like after the rally, Homelander taking a deep breath, right? Uh, that's after Starlight posts that video and he's trying to clear his name a little bit. Then there's also the one where he's in the hallway and like I think it was after a late night like appearance. He was like deeply breathing and stuff like that. There, it's those the are the two most one. common. The there's milk. the deep breathing one right before the milk in the barn. There's so many. Like there's that's only a handful. I think we might be at the stage where like there's too many. 
I think also I, I looked at there's a thread that's saying like all the subtleties in Anthony Starr's performance where there's so many like hidden jokes or like jokes that are just like tossed out the window that like if you rewatch like in those clips on Twitter, like you you recognize you you like you almost feel like you took for granted his performance, even though you praised it so much when it was happening. Right. So like when he like rolls his eyes and when Starlight like lights up and everything, he goes like, "Stop it! Come on now!" Like the the way he can like change from a very serious tone to a very lighthearted and almost like it feels like it's coming straight out of a comic book, right? By the way, he's he his like delivery is like, and it's changing every second. Like he's unbelievable. The key the key word there is delivery. The delivery is incredible. Like the scene where, uh, you know what? I'm gonna just gonna. Not say anything. Just watch the boys if you haven't seen the boys. I know a bunch of our listeners have not seen the boys. You gotta so, we, watch it. so this episode is going to be all about MCU news for the most part. We did some. We have other major announcements from San Diego Comic Con, but DC stole the show. And speaking of the boys, Marvel. Anthony Starr. Have you heard about the rumor? Anthony Starr yeah, and Marvel. Ru- yeah, yeah. There's a rumor. What What is that rumor, Ricky Flex? Share it with the audience. Well, well he's joining the MCU. Well, most likely. As what? Uh, I was hoping you were going to say it. Well, I saw a couple. It's a rumor. It's a rumor, so you could say I, it. I saw a couple. You say it. You say it, because I saw a couple different well, ones. Well, it's going to be he's the main antagonist in Blade and play Dracula against Marshall Ali. Which would make sense with the teeth, right? <laughs> Is that what you thought of? I like, yes. I like, yeah, it's just like I feel like he looks like a Dracula, I guess. just you Not only by the teeth, like the slickness of the hair. I feel like he would do an awesome job with, like, obviously an MCU antagonist deliveries that he's going to be giving in, like, those type of situations. Uh, but I just feel like also Anthony Starr is going to be too much like Homelander. It's going to be, like, such a natural comparison between the two. He's- I'd rather see him be, like, an actual hero in the MCU. Like, if he was, like, Nova in the MCU or, like, some other hero. Like, I know he, he's kind of aging a little bit. It's kind of hard to figure out or pinpoint who he would play. But I feel like if he plays a villain, it's like you're just going to be thinking of Homeland, Homelander the entire time. That's my problem with it. I don't think he should join the MCU or DC, whatever. I think his superhero gigs, Homelander, that's how everyone's ever always going to look at him. He'll never top it, and he'll ne- he'll always be known for being Homelander. So he just he shouldn't even join the MCU. He shouldn't even join DCEU or whatever. He should just do other projects like the guy who won with Jake G, Jake Gyllenhaal. But he's got to just change sides. Like almost Michael Keaton, he was Batman, right? And he was known for Batman for so long. He joins the MCU. What kind of role does he take? He plays a villain. He plays the vulture. You know, it gives a yeah. whole different perspective to like a character that he can play, shows off that range a little bit. We already know Anthony Starr is an amazing actor from his performance as Homelander. But like maybe if like you're actually someone he roots for, like it changes the whole dynamic of like how you feel about him. And I think it could work in a, in a positive way. You know, um, him just playing Dracula, it's just like, okay, Homelander can now suck blood. You know, that's so like, okay, we'll just keep going. Um, all right, before we jump into more Marvel news, all right, we're going to have our rankings, our personal rankings each for the 10 most anticipated projects, what is labeled the multiverse saga. Okay, we had the Infinity Saga, which is phases one through three of the MCU. We have just, uh, we're about to end the first phase of. This multiverse saga with phase four, it's going to end with Wakanda forever. And then we got a bunch of confirmed announcements for uh, 
Phase five, and we have three major announcements for phase six, which with a bunch of untitled projects. We're going to get to those in a bit. But before we jump into our rankings, Ricky Flex, I think we got to bring up a couple other major announcements from San Diego Comic Con. We have, we got to go to DC. My God, like DC, dude, I, I, I'm shaking my head. I, I think if it's not the Batman, I don't think I care anymore. I like I think it's gotten to that point. Like you could have announced like like there was rumors that Henry Cavill was going to show up. There's rumors of a potential sequel to be announced for Man of Steel or maybe Man of our Henry Cavill is going to show up in one of these upcoming DC projects whether it be Black Adam, Shazam, Fury of the Gods, right? You even have Dwayne Johnson aka The Rock at San Diego Comic-Con WWE style. He was asked, like, who would win in a fight, Black Adam or Superman? He said, depend who's playing Superman. He knew exactly what he was doing. He was being coy, right? Then after that, we get no Henry Cavill appearance. We just get two trailers, okay? One is after Black Adam gave us a trailer, what, like a week ago? <laughs> like it's just another extra trailer with a bunch of similar shots that were in the original trailer. And then Shazam Fury of the Gods is the new footage we got. So I guess... Ricky Flex, what would you how would you summarize DC's performance at Comic-Con especially compared to what Marvel brought to the table? It's tough just cuz the general comp that you're going to do comparisons to Marvel and Marvel blew it away of course, especially even how bad Phase 4 has been. This Comic-Con like you forget about how bad Phase 4 has been because the future is so bright there and they clearly show that. Crazy. So it's really tough for DC on top of how bad they were and how it was because the headline is going to be no Henry Cavill. The rumors come out, whoever leaked those rumors, deadline, like legit rumors. Hell to pay. Hell to they, pay. I think there is. I think the legitimacy for uh, cinema reporting has gone down tremendously over the That's past the week. That's the takeaway. It's no Henry Cavill. It's not okay. Here comes Black Adam or he dresses like Dwayne Johnson dresses as but, Black Adam. It's not Shazam too. It's the fact that he doesn't show up as Superman. But uh, I'll say this too. This might be a hot take and you might, we'll never know the answer to it because it didn't happen. But if Henry Cavill shows up, that's the headline of Comic-Con over the multiverse saga. That's so my, wrong. I, that's my opinion. So I think wrong. The After Snyder, the announcement of Secret Wars and the Ken Dynasty knew that was coming, coming out in the same year, Ricky. If Henry Cavill is coming is back, that would take over Twitter like it Wouldn't was matter. nobody's business. No, it would, it would be, like be divisive business. on Twitter. It would be divisive. Restore the Snyderverse would take over Twitter. Ricky, but the half, dude, a quarter of those are bots. Did you not see what was going oh on my Twitter God. the other day? I don't care. Henry Cavill coming back would have blew everything up. No. You're so wrong, dude. No, like I nothing, Ricky. Nothing was Secret Wars is arguably like the biggest comic book event in the history of comic. I agree, book. but we and knew that was Marvel. coming. We knew and it's that like was obviously coming. you want to compare it to DC, like on Infi a Crisis on Infinity Earths. That was like their major event. Like Secret Wars being implemented to the big screen, especially after Spider-Man No Way Home, it's not opens up opportunities for old Spider-Man to now come back again. But that's we not a shocker. We all saw this, Ricky, coming. but. But the fact that we're getting two Avenger movies in one year is insanity. So you you th you think that two Avengers in one year is bigger than Henry Cavill coming back as? Superman. Yeah. Oh my God. Disagree. Yes. Disagree. Endgame was the I highest disagree. grossing movie of all time. So what? What do you mean? That makes it that doesn't mean. News. What did I that say? Means people it would buy be tickets. They the, care about it. I'm not saying Superman Henry Cavill was better than that, or people would gross more at the box Snyder, office. Bro. They're over it. I think it would be the most shocking thing 
out of the weekend, which it would have been. But no, well, that was shocking, yes. But it's not the biggest thing to come out of the weekend. Okay, biggest, maybe it's like wrong not word biggest. to use. You can't say biggest. But I Did guess you... what I'm just trying to say is like that would be like that would be like the most intriguing thing that comes out of the weekend. That's okay. what I guess I'm trying but to I, say. Even if you said shocking, I believe you, but you didn't use shocking. You okay, said, biggest might have been the also. Word. I would argue I'm going to go back to the same thing. Like we had Infinity War Endgame 2018, 2019. The fact that there is now a planned a double event, Avenger event. Right, coming after Fantastic Four, start phase six. You're gonna get two Avenger movies in one year, and then a bunch of subsequent events after after those Avenger movies. It's See, not even like the is, end of a saga, you know? It's crazy. This is this is why like doing our own personal top tens here, I think it's gonna get interesting because I think because just going through our text chain earlier, like I think like in now talking to you about this. I think we might be on other sides of this. I don't, Ricky. I, don't if, I swear to God, excited. if you don't have the Avengers one and two, you're crazy. I don't. Like, just okay, let you you're know. crazy. Like you are crazy. Just letting you know. Maybe I could argue one is at number two, and then maybe like Kang Dynasty is at number three. Like spoiler alert, maybe. We'll see. But like, if you don't want Secret Wars at number one, I like I don't know what to tell you. I think you're a psychopath. We'll see. You're a psycho. All right. Uh, so. Thoughts on Shazam 2, Fury of the Gods. We got Helen Mirren, Lucy Liu showing up. Uh, we got Z uh, Zachary Levi back as Shazam after almost a surprise success. That was Shazam back in 2019. Uh, what are your thoughts here, Ricky Flex? Are you, are you excited for this? Like when In terms of like this maybe versus Black Adam, what, what would you rather see? Yeah, this was awful, I thought. <laughs> I thought this trailer was trash. I thought oh, – all right, first off, back it up here. This comes out this year. Like officially, we got some concrete. Like, December this comes out this year. Just this December, this was very Zack Snyder connected. They mentioned Ezra Miller's Flash. They mentioned Batfleck. They mentioned Aquaman. Okay. They have the classic sequel storyline going. Like your conflict of being a superhero. You know that stupid blah 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 sequel. Hate that. They already ruined the big surprise of the family right so early. In the original, the the first movie, terror. Like again, I don't know, who, like why DC thought that would be a good idea. Zach Zachary Levi, does he look tan in this to you? He looks weird. He I looks think like, they did a lot of makeup because he actually looks older than what he's supposed to be. Yeah, he looks weird. He looks so tan. Like, I did not in a that. good way. A lot of makeup. Um, it looks even cornier than the first one. I think I think it plays as because he's a kid and then he's an adult. An adult body. I think it played in the first one, maybe a little too much, leaned in too much. This one looks like it leaned way too much in. All right. And I just think that he's still struggling with his powers in a sequel. What are we doing? Because now pivoting to Black Adam, Black Adam, this is his first movie. He looks like he's so in tune with his powers. And he looks like he's he would de demolish Zachary Levi, not just by looks, but also by the powers and the difference in the whoever's directing each of these movies. It just looks so much clearer in the vision for Black Adam than for Shazam. And I'm shocking to say I am much more excited, much more, not on an actor basis, but actually on a story basis for Black Adam over Shazam, which is shocking to say out loud. But if you take out the rock and put it in a normal actor – I would still say the same thing. I think it's crazy what they're doing Shazam 2. Helen Mirren, eh, all right. Basically, what I'm saying here is that I was shocked how bad I was, like how bad or how underperforming that trailer was to me. Like, I think 
Black Adam's going to lap Shazam Fury of the Gods in every capacity. And I think it does in terms, especially in promotion. Uh, the fact that, like, it, you knew, like, the commitment that Dwayne Johnson had with Black Adam, but, like, to show up at Comic-Con, right, the biggest event for fans, wearing the suit, committed to the role, saying the lines and saying and promising that this is going to transform this whole future for the DCEU, I think it will because I think there's going to be less of an emphasis on the Justice League. It's going to go to the JSA. Right? I think that's exactly where it's going to go with Hawkman, Dr. Fate, Cyclone, and then like you can argue there's going to be like um, old school Flash that's going to be in this uh, new JSA. Uh, the, uh, DC wants to disconnect from the Snyderverse. I think the perfect way to do that is just lean on this new JSA because I think they're going to want to have The Rock as the center of a universe. Like that, that, that is perfect. He is Mr. Blockbuster right now. Tim and Tom Cruise, bud, right? It's him and Tom Cruise. Those They, they are the king and king of the blockbuster right now. Um, and Zach Levi, like, I don't know. I just, I didn't love the first Shazam. I know a lot of people did, and they thought it was a surprise hit. I thought it was corny. Uh, I didn't love Zach Levi in the role in the first place. I thought it could have gone to a, 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 a actor that was more suited for the role, not only in size, but I thought they almost made him too much of a joke, almost leaning almost like a Guardians of the Galaxy type vibe for that movie when it really didn't, uh, I guess, earn it. Uh, that's one of the oldest comic book heroes of all time, with Captain Marvel, with Shazam. And I feel like it, they tried to make it a new wave hero rather than like the traditional comic roots that it has. Like To me, that's nuts. Like, it, like, he is older than Superman, I believe. Captain Marvel, I think, is older than Superman. I'm, I'm going to fact check that in a sec. But it also, when I look at Black Adam, I want to see him against Superman. That's what that's what works, right? When you look at the invincibility of Henry Cavill in the Snyderverse, it almost matches the invincibility we see with Black Adam in these trailers. I think that's the, the matchup that matters, not the one where – Zach Levi is like flying on his back, can't control himself, is running into trash cans. I don't want to see him face Black Adam. I just don't. I want to see Superman. Yeah, and it's like what 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 are the popular movies nowadays? Like John Wick, by the way, John Wick, low key, unreal teaser trailer. <laughs> they um, all the same. They're all I don't the care. Same. It hits hard every time. It hits I agree. Every time. I agree. But they're it all hits, the same. It hits. It hits. But um, but like we think of like John Wick, Taken, like Liam Neeson, right? Um, the no, nobody. Like these assassins are just like super beings that just dominate. We want to see people dominate on the big screen. We don't want to see like, yeah, sure. Like maybe in, in a first movie they struggle, but then you know what? They should dominate at their craft moving forward, right? Like it's like in True Detective, like you want to like in the interrogation scenes, like I'm just saying that because I just finished it. You want to see Russ Cole just absolutely like get answers from these prisoners, like, that's what you want to see, them dominating at their craft. You don't want to see them falling in a sequel and then having their family, like, come and help them and then not even be called upon, like, when they, when asked. Like, I, I don't know. I just got terrible vibes from this trailer. I thought it was really bad. I honestly thought how bad it was. I'm surprised there wasn't more outrage online. I thought it was really bad. Well, like, I like I figured you didn't like the meta Fast and Furious joke with Helen Mirren. I figured you didn't like that. That was bad, too. That was also bad. I was thinking, though, too, what do you think about the connectivity to the Snyderverse? They, they're showing cuts of Affleck 
in the flash like what do you what do you think about that in terms of in the trailer like they, they could easily could have cut that out of the movie in the future but they they had the balls to show that in the trailer despite what's happening with ezra miller right now despite rumors of affleck potentially dying in the next flash movie and like marking his end uh of his, the end of his time at the in the dceu like what do you think about them like committing to like almost what the first story started when they had like the merchandise and ip related to batman versus superman that that was honestly like the first note I jotted down was like not just the co connectivity to it. It's just like to characters that clearly are going to go either die or just like going on the wayside when they could have easily cut them out of the trailer. Like it's July. We've known about this Ezra Miller. We've known about Ben, Aff ben Affleck as Batman for so long. They did not have to include that in the trailer, but they did. And that means they are sticking to their freaking grounds here. They're sticking by the to their guns. Absolutely crazy in my mind. And it just shows I don't care what Warner Media, Discovery, new leadership, David Slazov, new CEO. I don't care. It shows that like at the end of the day, they still know how to finish this old DCEU and the Snyderverse. They still don't have any idea how to get it out of their system. They don't. I agree. Um the fact that we only got news from these two projects is nuts to me, especially after following the success of the Batman from earlier this year. You weren't going to give a title for the Batman, but you know what you could have done? Something really simple. Here's the release date for the next movie. That's, or, all, that's all you need to do. All you, Yeah, you could have done something like that, but I, I understand. That's one of the biggest like, stories as long as you release that, do that release date. I honestly like – I don't, I don't hate that, but I think that's also like kind of committing to something. And obviously with COVID, like a lot of years, like, did you see what Marvel just did? I know, I know, but like something even easier, just get somebody from the cast there for five minutes. Q well, Dano wrote the comic and that's the only, only, yeah, but that was, yeah, that was kind of like, eh. like, you know, like that wasn't like a thing. Like, maybe I don't like know, a Q and a, like, Matt, like maybe a Pattinson Q and a, get Matt Reeves there, get yeah. Matt Reeves there. Pattinson, that might be a tough one um zoe kravitz but zoe i'm talking about like people for us like like news for us like people that aren't at comic-con like what are you going to do for those fans like we see what all that marvel did we look at dc we get a teaser trailer but pretty much it's a comic-con trailer for black adam we get the full first full versus Zam too but nothing else you know like we would have like us at home that are scrolling twitter consistently looking on these websites and these blogs even our own we're waiting to see something about the Batman, maybe like that will get our juices flowing. That's all it takes. You're just right. like when you throw that, like when Marvel just throws the Avengers on something, holy shit! Like everyone, Name buckle up, right hold there. on to your butts. This is about to get wild. You know, just mention the Batman and say something. Give us something, right? I, I don't know. Also, just to go back to the Shazam two trailer, not to belabor this point, but why does every movie have to have world consequences? And then, like, it's like when they do a get-together, it's like they don't know each of them saved the world. It's like, oh, you don't know that I almost saved the world when it was so obvious that, like, a country, like, was falling apart. I don't know. Or, like, an island or something wasn't on the news. That's another thing that was getting on my nerves watching the Shazam 2 trailer. I don't know. Obviously, Aquaman's pretty good at that. That, that. that They actually did a good job in the, in the first installment with Momoa. And they talked about how he was world famous, and they talked about people wanting to gain, getting picture, mm -hmm. uh, take pictures with him, and like what he did for the Justice League. Like they acknowledged that how big he was. Shazam, a little bit different. I don't know. Maybe that wasn't it. Wasn't as much on a macro scale.
But it's hard because you have Shazam, who's such a powerful being, like Superman, not powerful being, Black Adam, powerful being. You have to have a big story to match their power skill set. You can't make it small or else you feel like you're wasting the character and the skills that it has, you know? So it needs to be consequential and it needs to be where they can fully exert themselves and challenge themselves, you know? And to be clear now, I, I, I think that's a good point, but to be clear with Black Adam and what they showed us that like trailer as well, I actually liked it. Dude, it's it looks good. I'm, I, I'm just saying it looks I good. I liked how they were serious. The, this was a classic second trailer, right? You have your full trailer, your first one, then you refer to the other trailer, but only in tidbits. So, like you get you remember the like the smashing the plane scene in the first trailer? They only showed like the very end of it, like the action sequence of him smashing it. Um they have good lines again, like powers are a curse, not a gift, or whatever the heck that was. Another good line, a good villain line if he wants to be. Right. Um, you don't again, know what he's going to be in this movie either. I think they do a good job like where it's like oh, he is a, literally an antihero. It's not like what Sony tries to do where they portray Venom as the hero, Morbius as the hero. Here it's like we really are going into this movie not knowing how it's going to end. We don't but, know if the good guy's going to come out on top or if he's the bad guy and he's going to go down to the JSA. You really yes. like you, like that's that's a great, I guess, trait to have for a superhero movie in 2022. Yes, and I think that um, what you're saying there is going to be a little different. I was going to say, I was going to say, like this is a clear vision, unlike Shazam. I, I feel like Shazam doesn't have a clear vision. No, no, really they, they they have a vision, but they're making right. it to the exactly. audience like you don't know what side he's going to be. I on. love. They that. know. I but love the that. audience is like, oh, it's like, it's like tra- trailers a lot. Like a lot of these days, we always talk about on the show around it. They reveal too much. This doesn't do that. I love that, but you can still sense. Like again, I mentioned like. He's in tune with his powers. They give a clear sense of the background and the story for this character. But then again, it's like, what's going to happen at the end? We don't know. And I feel like The Rock's committed this role. He was at Comic-Con. Like, most of these people, like, um, stars weren't at Comic-Con. Like, even on the Marvel side, if you look at the biggest people that were there, like, not a lot were there. The Rock is the biggest person that was at Comic-Con this weekend. Oh, yeah, because he's the biggest star in the world, bro. Exactly. I think that's huge. That's massive. So, yes, DC, massive failure. If I had to do a grade-wise, I wouldn't say F because Black Adam, I do think, was good. The Rock was there. I just think that no Henry Cavill. C-minus. Shazam I, C-. I, I was thinking D, but I go D plus. D plus. C-minus. Well, like, oh, yes, because you have more of the bitterness, like, after the non, the no Henry Cavill announcement. Yeah. That, that, and then versus event, two Avengers movies. Oh yeah, dude. And we're just, just gonna get name, to Marvel. We gotta get to our just the name, the multiverse saga is like it's epic. saga. Just add anything this like saga. You're like, oh my god, <laughs> this Infinity is the saga, thing of all time. multiverse saga, so good. Yeah, you had like words like dynasty the things, you know. That that's like wars, all great. It's easy on the ears. All great. You know, they know what they're doing, and it just looks amazing. I literally was scrolling my Twitter the day after, just looking at the logos, like secret wars. Kang Dynasty, right? Aesthetically pleasing. So it's easy great. on the eyes. I think it's time that we move on to our rankings of upcoming projects in what is known as the Multiverse Saga, phases four through six. Uh, Ricky Flex and I, we each have our own lists of our 10 most anticipated projects. If something gets left off our list, or if we don't have something in common, we'll make sure to bring it up at the end of our list just to make sure that we are... Uh, covering all of our bases 
Ricky Flux, you have any questions before we move on to these rankings? So these are only things that were like that are officially announced and have like a date, right? So if it shows up on that graphic for phase okay. five, or it's Wakanda Forever in phase four, or it's whatever the three projects are in phase six, they're all eligible to be ranked for this segment. Okay, so I just want to clarify something. X-Men would Not be my listed. number. I know. But if that was, that would be my number two. Just to be clear. Let's get this out of the way because I got to talk about it. Phase six is going to be just as good as phase three. Do you know what's coming in phase six? If 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 Secret Let Wars, just, if, if Secret Wars brings back old characters, then yeah, for sure. If we look at what phase three was for the MCU, which includes Infinity War, Endgame, Civil War, Ragnarok, we have potential here already with phase six. There's three projects announced, right? Kicking off phase six, we have Fantastic Four. And then the other two projects announced, both Avenger movies, one being Kang Dynasty, which obviously previews Kang the Conqueror, right, as the next big bad in the MCU, which was first introduced in Loki season one in the finale. Spoiler alert if you haven't seen it. you got to watch that by now. But then Secret Wars, which is arguably the greatest comic book event in the history of the Marvel Universe, okay, which featured – do you know the story of Secret Wars, by the way? Yeah, yeah, for the most part, yeah. So you know, so you know how it's like this person in the Beyonder is looking on these different universes yep. of heroes and villains, and he brings them. All right, we'll talk about it afterwards, but um, I just want to make sure you understand like what the stakes are here. But oh, I know. But going beyond that, right? Phase five, we're anticipating, right? Doctor Doom probably being introduced for the Fantastic Four, right? And there's been rumors he's getting his own series or movie. There's. He's most likely in a post-credit scene for Wakanda Forever, and yes, rumors. and like there have been rumors that he's actually in that movie too. But then Deadpool three has not been announced yet. Okay, X Men, the mutants, as they're going to be called, right, haven't been announced. What are you doing with your X? No, oh, just X Men. X Men. Okay, I was wondering yeah. what you're doing. Uh, yeah. So X Men showing up. Spider Man four hasn't even been announced yet, right? Secret Wars. What's it known for? The cover with like the symbiote that that uh, Peter Parker gets as a result of Secret Wars. We saw like the hint and No Way Home in the post credit scene. Are we going to get that iconic cover in the sequel or in Secret Wars? Excuse me. Probably. There's just so much heavy IP for Marvel that are going to be introduced in Phase Six. I think it could rival Phase Three. I think you're right. I think. A Deadpool, like you said, and X-Men really help to add in addition to Fantastic Four and two core Avenger movies, possibly a Doctor Doom, right? That's probably phase five, if anything. Um, and Spider-Man, you mentioned Spider-Man. I, I, the Ghost Rider news we haven't even mentioned. That's Ghost not, you can't, you can't throw that in. You can't just throw that no, in. No, I know, but we haven't, I, I just like, I'm just thinking of stuff that like could be announced. Ryan Gosling mentioning it. Kevin Feige said, oh, my God, that would be awesome if Ryan Gosling was Ghost Rider. That would make my top 10 for sure, lower end. But, yeah, um, I, I do think, like, you have a – again, like, I'm just trying to think of, like, across the Marvel Cinematic Universe here in Phase 5, 6, I think you have a – especially 6, I do think you have a point. 
my it's, only it's, it's, six is the only one that could rival three. Three is the greatest like string of movies in the history of blockbusters. Yeah, because like if phase six, like you add like some of these, like like I just I'm worried that phase six, like you might get like a Shang-Chi sequel, Thor five, or some of these other ones that would bring down phase six. So if they don't do that, I think you're right. That's think, my only worry. I think I they are literally have they have the hail around the halo, excuse me, around phase six. Like phase six, like, at all costs. You're looking at a couple phases after phase three. This is what we're looking forward to. We're building up to Kang, Quantum Media, into Secret Wars and Kang Dynasty, Doctor Doom, like probably being a big part of the Secret Wars story, and then being introduced to Fantastic Four, maybe even Wakanda Forever in phase four. It's crazy. It's crazy. Let's get to our list though. Um, why don't you throw out your number 10 for the rankings of the multiverse saga upcoming projects? And I'll let you know if it's on my list as well. This is the toughest decision for me. <laughs> I'm not even joking. This was the toughest decision as in what to leave off the list. And I'm even debating it right now. I'm going to, all right, number 10, Secret Invasion for me. Secret Invasion, Nick Fury led Amelia Clark's in this. Uh, Olivia Coleman is also in this. Show now, uh, according to Comic Con, will be an old ally of Nick Fury, and because of Comic Con, we find out Nick Fury goes back to his original look from the comics. Love to hear that. Um, I do think. What do you mean, white? Like <laughs> he, the suit, you know, like you watch oh. the animated <laughs> yeah. series, like he has that huge what suit. What he's missing, but no eye patch this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think no eye patch. Um, I think he's gonna because that was that. the one shot we've got. Um, Kingsley Benadir's in this as well. Ray Jean Page also in this. No, he's not. Remember, they got that wrong. Oh right! Yes. Oh my God! Ray Jean Page. They, they, I think they confuse him with Kingsley Benadir. I swear to God, they look very similar. I just, I, I, I you tweeted this. I can't believe you said yeah, that. Yeah, I, I didn't mean to say that. Hey, hey ah, that's just my bad. That's my bad. Hand up. But whatever. The cast is so big, like or uh, well-renowned names, Scrolls, Secret Invasion, Nick Fury led. That's what I I think. That's okay to be on the list. Finally, getting on, getting his own project, Samuel Jackson. I, I'm really okay with that being at number ten. Is this even on your list? It's right outside. It's, okay, it's so just, the, I, like it was between. This was my like my competition for number ten. I had Secret Invasion. I had Spider-Man freshman year, the animated series, and then I'll, I'll reveal my number 10 in a second. But Secret Invasion, I, I, I really have high hopes for it. Uh, I just – I don't love the fact of, like, Nick Fury carrying a movie. I know it's Samuel series. Jackson, so it's like, what? Series, no? What did I say? Movie? What did I say? Did I say movie? It's a series. Yeah. I know it's a yeah. series. I just okay. misspoke. Oh, Don Cheadle's back. Yeah, but he's he does all the series. Like you know, who cares about like Don? Like who cares about what's his face? I, I just War Machine. I I just forgot his name. Like who cares? He shows up in Falcon the Winter Soldier for a second. You know, I feel like like Don't Armor Wars. That. Like Armor Wars didn't even. It was the first episode I think after he gives up the shield. But um, Armor Wars didn't even get announced. Like after like obviously a couple. I think it was two Comic Cons ago that they said like Armor Wars is going to be upcoming series. But or they, it was they a, did. They cleared that up Some, though. A Disney event. Oh, well, they said it's coming. They said it hasn't yeah. been scrapped completely. Right. They said it's and, happening. 
but and to me like he doesn't move the needle in my opinion okay that's just another name to add to the list right. that i was saying olivia coleman i think is gonna be the villain i'm gonna say that right now yeah she's gonna be like the good guy turned bad like, yeah always was like, bad she's too big of a name too prestigious to be wasted on a supporting cast member you know uh i feel like she's gonna do fine because like this is like cake for her I think, and it's something fun for her. Amelia Clark, we, we had another Game of Thrones cast member joining like likes of Kit Harrington and Richard Madden from Eternals, joining the MCU. Uh, I like this. Just outside my top ten. Good stuff, Ricky Flex. Uh, and I, like, and the it's gonna, I don't. I'm not a big Skrull guy. Like that whole storyline with Captain Marvel. Like I feel like the show's gonna be a lot of Skrull stuff that I don't care about. That's why I kind of left it off. My number ten. I'm going to a Phase Five movie. Uh, I think it's the end of phase five. I'll look at the date in a sec, but I'm going with the Thunderbolts movie. Thunderbolts is the one of the few team-ups for phase five. I believe the only major team-up, if I'm looking correctly, where we have um, basically characters from different aspects of this universe coming together to make a team. Julia Louis-Dreyfus, I assume, is going to be here. I assume John Walker, Wyatt Russell. We're a huge fan of Wyatt Russell on this podcast. He'll be here, right? Baron Zemo could be here as well. And then who knows from that point forward who's going to be in this movie. But I will say, Phase 5 doesn't have an Avenger movie. It doesn't have a team-up. Thunderbolts is the one team that we're going to have. And the huge thing here is, too, they're going to be in Secret Wars. This team will literally be on whatever planet they are, right? Ricky's shaking over there. I'm going to let him talk in a second. It looks like he's going to pee his pants. But... I think this is a huge deal because there are yet another team that's going to be added, right? To as like a slew of different teams that are a part of this universe. Go ahead, folks. Again, who did we talk about last week? And our what's the best movies of twenty twenty two? Sebastian Stan. Sebastian Stan is the Winter Soldier in this team. In the comics, maybe, maybe Winter yeah. Soldier, yes. Mm-hmm. So potential there, and he's kind of in an influx too after Falcon the Winter Soldier. What he's going to do? This is the way to keep Sebastian Stan the Winter Soldier in the MCU. Thunderbolts and moving forward. I hope so. Like fingers crossed. He's the leader of that team. And then exact leader. I think that's the big thing. And then you could have conflict with John Walker. John Walker. And then yeah, Yelena Bakalova or Bakalova. Bakalova. Yeah, I know. I know. She is a guard of galaxy three though. And bodies, bodies, bodies coming out in two weeks. But, uh, Oh, okay. So the, I think the big thing here is what you said of Secret Wars, but you mentioned Phase 5 doesn't have an Avengers movie, doesn't have a team-up. This is the only team-up movie in there, and this that is we the know last... Of. I have another idea. I know. There is an untitled movie in there, um, uh, as in, in Phase 5, but this is the last movie of Phase 5. Yeah. This is the last movie before Fantastic Four. And then the That's Avengers. pretty big. So that I think that, to me, is signaling... Hmm, okay, very interesting. That is the only reason why I I literally initially had this as number 10. But then you said we're including Wakanda Forever. So then this got moved out. Spoiler alert, Wakanda Forever is in my top 10. Yeah. Like after like seeing that trailer at Comic-Con, I don't think we had a choice. They had to make the top 10. But with that being said, so that's my number 10, Thunderbolts. What's your number nine, Ricky Flex? 18 episodes of Daredevil. Oh my God, you had it at nine? It's, it's at nine for me, Doctor. It's at nine. Oh I God. couldn't go higher. Holy Again, you, you are correct, as in Marvel blew this away. 
they took over the weekend. They did a great job. But this is most anticipated, right? Marvel projects going forward. Most anticipated. We've already seen the best Daredevil show there's ever there ever will be. We already have. I, I'm confident in saying that. If I'm wrong, I will be happy I'm wrong. I think there's more anticipated things above uh, in my list than Daredevil by a lot, I would say. And particularly as it relates to the multiverse saga. So Daredevil, very local, Hell's Kitchen. Street hero. Street hero. I love him. Again, freshman year, Spider-Man from freshman year, not on my list either. That's part of the reason as well. Not on the top 10. Daredevil, just because of how iconic that TV series is. Love Charlie Cox. Starts to, he's he's going to be in She-Hulk. We haven't talked about that. Going to be in She-Hulk. Um, was in Spider-Man No Way Home, so he still has some impact. But still, only number nine for me. We disagree. I have this way lower. I have this as my number five. Wow. Let me explain. Because I was like, I would, this one was competing between like five, six, seven for me. And let me explain. Uh, Kevin Foggy has said that Daredevil will be leading street level heroes alongside Spider Man in this next couple phases of the MCU with the multiverse saga. And we like Daredevil, this series is not some throwaway. 18 episodes. Imagine if that's once per week, Ricky Flex. That's four and a half months of Daredevil. Not to mention, not to mention, that's four and a half, that's four and a half months of Daredevil, new content. He's not only <clears throat> showing up in this new series, he's getting a, he's getting an appearance in uh, She-Hulk, shows up in the trailer, final moments of the She-Hulk trailer, in the, black, in the red and yellow suit, right, to the comic book fans' um, likeness. And then we have him in Echo, right? We, uh, you mentioned freshman year, and now he's getting in 18 episodes. Dude, he is quickly becoming a point of emphasis for the MCU. And I think that's appropriate because it's Daredevil. Like he is one of the most electric characters characters that Marvel has at their disposal. And it it that's not nothing with 18 episodes, but it also tells me there are going to be stories branching off from Daredevil. Not going to have 18 episodes of nothing, right? I wonder if Luke Cage is going to make appearances here. There's been talks of those Netflix appearances from a Jessica Jones maybe being implemented in this series and reintroduced. What's the name of this series? Born Again, right? So Daredevil Born Again. Are we going to have a continuation of this series? Or maybe it's just a soft reboot a la like James Gunn with the Suicide Squad. I think that's what we're seeing here most likely with Daredevil Born Again. It definitely deserves to make the top 10. It has not even like a cult status, just like Marvel fans love Daredevil and they love this series. It's the best iteration that's ever been on movie or TV show. And I'm excited to have Charlie Cox back. And he's going to be, I mean, he's going to be in Secret Wars, you know? Yeah, yeah. Again, definitely had to be on the top 10. I just think that, I think, yeah, I think we're going to have a debate then at, at my number eight. I'm not going to say it now because I know you're up next. I'm just saying, like, I just don't think, yes, he's in other stuff. But, like, and he's going to be in Secret Wars, the biggest event in this century, for sure. Or, sorry, this decade, for sure, um, in cinema, superhero-wise. But it's just, like... He's not. It's still like you we gotta see it. We, I don't know. We got. You we can't see rule it. out like a team up of Tom Holland showing up in one oh, of the I eighteen agree. episodes. Like oh, that's a you, huge deal. 
They would in- reduce Spider-Man. No, not reduce. Show. Stop saying reduce, right? We want to make sure that the multiverse saga looks at the Disney Plus series as equivalents to film. That's something, right? So maybe the next shooting of Spider-Man, I don't know when that's going to be, they could shoot one of these Daredevil episodes because that's what fans want. And if you're going to make such an emphasis on Charlie Cox as being the street-level hero alongside Spider-Man, they got to be together at some points. They're in the same city. They're in yeah. the same city. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree with you. I just don't like it if it's in a TV show. Well, I know I've always been a fan of like having Daredevil with his own movie. I've always been a fan of that. But coming off the show, I felt like you almost didn't have a choice, right? If you all of a sudden made a movie with Charlie Cox, people are gonna be like, "Okay, why weird. are you taking away from the strength that like he had in that series?" Right. You know? And that's like I kind of relate that to the Flash, even though it's CW and like kind of definitely trash now, but it used to not be. Um, way too soap opery talked about on the show too many times but if you brought that i forget his name but killing me now um but if you put him in to replace ezra miller it's like no this isn't gonna work grant gustin right thank you um just i wouldn't want to do that this one a little different i think charlie cox could carry a movie but it just i think you need to show it again on a tv show first i do like that but for tom holland it's like i don't know i'd rather see it on the big screen with daredevil not coming down to daredevil show gotcha all right, so let's move on to the next one. I'm going to go to my number nine. Okay, I'm going to go with a Phase 5 movie. I think this is low-key going to be a team-up movie. I don't think this character can carry a movie necessarily on his own, even though he has an iconic new name. My number nine movie is Captain America New World Order from Phase 5. Anthony Mackie, right? We saw Falcon the Winter Soldier. He now is taking up the mantle of Captain America, right? We're, oh, we know Baron Zemo has been reintroduced to, like, the – Captain America franchise here, most likely showing up in Thunderbolts. John Walker also has been established within this family of Captain America, along with Sebastian Stan. Uh, I do think this is going to be a a surprise team-up movie in Phase 5 of the MCU. Why do I think that? uh, Well, other than First Avenger, like when you look at Winter Soldier with Black Widow appearing, you have Falcon, you have Winter Soldier as the villain, and then you have Nick Fury. Then you have Civil War, which is like basically a mini Avengers movie. I think Captain America movies are almost looked at as potential like sub-Avenger movies. And I think that's what we're going to get here towards the end of Phase 5 of the MCU. Thunderbolts is the only one in Phase 5 that's officially a team-up. I think Captain America uh, leans heavily towards those type of movies. So I'm going to have that as my number nine. That was after Thunderbolts for me did not make the list. Falcon and Winter Soldier didn't do it for me didn't do it for me at all um the same writer uh Spel- spellman marcus spellman for falcon was a soldier is also writing this don't love that i thought that was one of the weakest parts of falcon was a soldier was the writing um i would also say i would agree with the team up i definitely look at this as a team up the title it's just the title just because of the title doctor yeah we're at, we have the same thought on that problem is plot is kept under wraps all we know is that we know the director who i'm not really aware of um to be honest i know he did a cloverfield movie um julius something julius ona i i don't i'm not really too familiar with him um and then obviously anthony mackie but the plot is kept under wraps we don't know anything else that's why i just you know what if we do want another one of these i'm assuming we're going to do at some point over the next 12 months then i could add it once we know more but right now not enough for me to add it 
Uh, I, I think it's gonna be a team up movie, and I, I think it's like what the like I, I think it's gonna be almost preparations for what Phase Six is going to bring, and uh, like like Captain America family type movies or projects, they do a great job of bringing an ensemble together, and I can't wait to see what they do. So it's my number nine. Uh, what do you got? What are you up? Eight, eight, eight. We got. Yep, I got eight, and this was another battle between nine Daredevil and then eight here. And I think this one gave it the edge because season one was so good and has the direct connection to the multiverse saga, the official name, and it's Loki season two. Loki season two. I'm I'm very interested in how we saw some uh, leaked photos on set, right? Mobius, Mobius, whatever the heck, Owen Wilson's character. Mobius and Mobius? Yes, thank you. Back, Tom Hedison, of course. But it's just like, I'm interested just as a TV show, not just like direct connections to the multiverse saga, but just as a show, because the show itself, in my opinion, by far the best season of Disney plus MCU television. There's been, I, in my personal opinion, yes, better than WandaVision. WandaVision didn't land at the end. Loki did in a big way. Love it. Season two, Loki, my number eight. Didn't make the list. Didn't have- make the list. Listen to what I'm saying, Ricky Flex. The reason why Loki works so well at the end was because of the mention and the appearance of one character. Obviously, the show overall, very good. I but I think the reason why the, the, the whole series is looked at as such a hit and it's looked at so favorably is because of the appearance of one King the Conqueror. If you think King the Conqueror is showing up in Loki season two, you're nuts. No way. No way. And I don't think it can live up to the expectations of the first season. That's why I don't have it. I got to be honest. I have no other TV shows making an appearance on my list because I don't think – I think the movie events that go through my eight through one are worth – except for obviously I have Daredevil Born Again number five. But um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think they – I don't know how Loki is going to – like pick up the stakes from the first one with the introduction of Kang, uh, Kang the Conqueror. Whoa! You know? I know they they hinted at him. Like obviously he's taken over a world, and this like he's like he's obviously the king of the universe. Like one of the one of the Kangs has like risen to the top of whatever plant, whatever uh, universe that Loki is currently in. So I guess you could say he might make an appearance, but like Kang could be in like twelve other things, and I don't think this Whoa. is going to be like the best thing he's in. I think he can be in 12 other things because he has so many beings, right? Yeah, the I don't reason think the TVA is that. Yeah. Um, but just, I think I, that it's just because this is the one that started it. I do think he will appear in it. And I do think it will be important. Yes, I understand. But I I do think like at the end of Loki season one, like it's literally Kang, the statue and everything. He's going to play an integral part in this story. I, I really do think so. Will he be? I do agree with you that like, I don't think season one will be topped. I don't think that the ending of season one, like what we've been building in season one, like what they were building towards clearly will be topped either. But I just think the implications of it and the story and just the whole reason behind season one allows me to say, you know what? This gives the edge to Daredevil for most anticipated list. This gives the edge in my, and just in my view. Yo, you look, you're looking forward to Loki over Daredevil. That's crazy. Implic- in, in the implications of the multiverse saga, Yes, but like Daredevil always will have a place in my heart. Well, then, I, like you would have Daredevil higher on your like most anticipated rankings list. Like Daredevil is so much cooler than Loki, bro. It is. 
like right, 10 maybe, times. Maybe, I, maybe that was a mistake. Maybe that was a mix. Now, I don't know. No, no, I know. No, I was thinking think with my head, would, not my I, heart. I, now I'm thinking with my heart. I, I take it back right now. What I was saying about Cam, like there's a chance he shows up in the show, but like he's going to be in Secret Wars. He's going to be in Kang Dynasty. He's going to be in Quantum Medium. That's three projects. How much is he actually going to be in Loki? He's not the main villain of the just whole show, right? It doesn't show up after the endings of season. Yeah, one. I would say so too. But like, I don't think we're gonna get a substantial amount of Jonathan Majors in that show. I could be I wrong, agree, but it could be impactful though. Again, maybe they uh, didn't think about it. Like, I think they were just like, we gotta introduce Keg, and they didn't know what a hit Loki was gonna be. And then like, oh my god, now he's got to show up in Loki. Can Jonathan Majors even do this? Because he's one of the most sought after actors on the planet, right? Yeah, and yeah. and again, like Kevin Feige quote, "There's nobody's shoulders I'd rather be putting the multiverse saga on than Jonathan Majors." Like, we got to talk. That about just him. shows anything related to the multiverse will be connected to Jonathan Majors, and Loki is clearly connected to it the most because it's really started it. It literally started it. So I think that he has to be in the show. It will be important, no matter the screen time, because again, Jonathan Majors didn't show up to the season finale of Loki season one. He could do the same thing in season two, and it still be a success. Yes. I will say, this is a lot for Jonathan Majors. Like, like Josh Brolin did not have to do all this as Thanos. He showed up. Younger actor, though. He showed up, right? Avengers Infinity War basically was the main character of that movie leading into then Endgame, which was the final culmination of the Infinity Saga. Here, we have Kang being introduced with a whole episode in Loki. He's going to be the main antagonist, at least one variant of himself probably in quantum mania and then he's got kang dynasty with his own movie right like this would have been like the first major appearance by thanos something similar right with kang getting his own film and then you have to assume he's going to play a role in secret wars the subsequent marvel film that's five projects like with with uh, a substantial amount of screen time that's crazy that's crazy he's the main antagonist of the quantum mania and i think i'm just gonna like segue in and say that's my number eight I have Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Media as my number eight. Did it make your list? Quantum Media, you have a number eight. Wow. Yep. I have I have that it's oh wait, no, I guess it's not crazy. I have it at six. Okay. So this as I said before, like this five through eight category was kind of tough. The reason why I have it here, because at, at one point I had it at five. At one point I had it at six. And I'm like, why? I'm like, okay, so that we're getting kang here but we're getting probably only one variant of kang i assume this is like the variant that's going to show up in earth 616 and we're going to have ant-man trying to take on kang right along with obviously the wasp and then michael douglas is hank pym and then uh, michelle pfeiffer's character can't recall her name uh i'm excited for this also right we got modok making an appearance we got bill murray also in this movie i don't believe bill murray is going to be playing modok though I don't the believe rumor that's is happening. No. The rumor before I, I heard yes, Corey Stoll is going to be playing Modoc. Corey Stoll becoming back. Yellow Jacket in the first Ant Man film, and he, he he gets like zapped out of the quantum realm, and he doesn't have use of his like arms or legs. That's what I've heard. But did you end up seeing this trailer leaked online? Did you see this? No, I didn't. Is it gone now? No. Oh, I'm gonna have to take a look. I'll send it to you. But what I am interested here. And I don't know if I trust it. There's going to be, obviously, a very serious tone compared to previous Ant-Man movies. We're going to have Kang as a variant 
right? In this movie, it seems like we're going to be have, but judging by the trailer I saw, right? In all its like haziness, right? And all of its glory at the same time, it seems like we're getting a very serious tone compared to the first and second Ant-Man. Less comedy, more serious. And this also kind of like lends to maybe a potential team-up movie. Maybe another team-up movie that I kind of like kind of previewed earlier on. Uh, I assume this won't be that just because you're going to have the Kang Dynasty movie coming up with uh, the Avengers. But I'm, I can't rule it out because there's so many parts to this Ant-Man team. Also, Cassie Lang's going to have an appearance in this movie who is uh, Scott Lang's daughter. So, I mean, I don't really know if I trust the change of tone yet, but the fact that you have Kang making a premiere appearance here as the antagonist, it has to make the list. I have it at eight. has to make the list. I have it at six. I had it at five uh, before other events uh, related to the list come apart. And I'll say it then, but um, so the, some uh, plot details, I guess for Comic-Con people that were there came about. And I think it was, they actually showed a screen like a, cause this is in post-production. This film comes out next year. And they showed a scene in the movie or like a trailer or something uh, not visible to us, but to the people there. And it was like Paul Rudd, Paul Rudd's character, Scott Lang. Fame's getting to the best of him. Um, he wrote a book about saving the world, using the quantum realm, stuff like that. And like Cassie's like not happy with it. The family's not happy. And guess what? Yes, uh, Literally yesterday, I was watching Ant-Man 2 just on TNT. And you're right, like this, like Ant-Man 2, like classic sequel, leaning into that comedy that everyone loved from the first one. Paul Rudd, even Bobby Cannavale got into it. The magic card tricks, Randall Park, uh, again, like WandaVision, you're thinking of him. Like, you're definitely thinking of that. This one definitely seems like a more serious tone. Had to be on the list, though. Kang, definitely agree with you. Definitely probably be only one Kang. I disagree with the team up. I well, I, I like that. There's a chance. I'm not saying it's a strong one. I think uh, Captain America: uh, New Order. I think is more likely to be the team yeah, up than this. Movie. Yeah, I just think that this one, like, it's so quantum realm that only Ant Man understands it, and it's so Ant Man that, and they already have a team like Michael Douglas, Michelle Pfeiffer, Janet and Mike, uh, Janet and Hank Pym, or whatever Van Dyne, whatever the hell, and and then you have the Wasp. You already have so many people in this movie. I just don't think it's possible to do another team up with those characters already, uh, especially with such dominant like screen fig, uh, presence of a Michael like in their movie of Paul Rudd and Jonathan Majors and Hank Pym, Michael Douglas and Michelle Pfeiffer and a uh, Hope, um, forget her name, but not necessarily the same screen presence, but like same uh, Evangeline Lilly, whatever how you pronounce Evangeline it. Lilly. Thank you, Hope Van Dyne. Yeah, and then you have Bill Murray. And maybe Coristol. Like I just think there's already so many things going on here, and yeah. so it's gonna be so complicated. One variant, right? I would probably one variant. Of yeah, Karen. one variant. No team up is my prediction, but we'll see what Peyton Reed like. Peyton Reed also at Comic Con this weekend. I did like that. Yeah, I mean he's been there for all three movies, all three yeah. movies, and uh, yeah, so I, I like that because like him and John Watts feel like they're and James Gunn. Those three have something very few directors have in common with the MCU, along with the Russo brothers, where they've stayed with the franchise, right, for at least three movies. Uh, very cool. Very cool. Uh, moving on. Seven. What do you got? So I had Ant-Man at six. My seven could leap after seeing a trailer, but we don't have a trailer. I bet we have the same one. And I just think that this is in a weird state of mind, especially after Thor, and it's going to be Guardians of the Galaxy 3. 
volume three. Oh my god, I didn't see that coming. Oh, I Ricky. think we're in a weird state. This should be top five, in my opinion. This should be it top, is. Like, I think it should be Adam Warlock. Uh, we got the high evolutionary as the um from the peacema- peacemaker. Thank you. You know I can't pronounce names, so thank you. I think that this should be top five, but you know what? I'm getting bad vibes. Like I'm just, I don't know. None of people are talking what? about it. None of people are talking about it. Adam Warlock is so much bigger than people are letting off to be, and that was like an afterthought at Comic Con because the High Evolutionary in costume, you could say his name again, was there and dressed up as Iwuji. Right, and like, but we we didn't get anything. Like we just got like a plot detail saying we oh, didn't get anything. They saw a trailer, right? But what you got was fill in the blanks. What I miss, but Gamora, a different version of Gamora, is like there. Whoa, Chris Pratt, this? Peter Quill. This? Oh, I was just reading what they saw in the trailer. Okay, continue. It was a different version of Gamora because of the multiverse saga, different multiverse, whatever, and. Peter Quill's like trying to tell her, like, oh, we're in love, yada, yada, yada. And she goes, who the hell are you? Like, Peter, I don't even know your last name. Like, like Endgame. We're not. Yeah, basically Endgame. But the problem is, she's like, no, we're not. Like, that's the end of it. And then Peter's like still in that post-Gamora phase. So, like, I just don't like that vibe at all. They literally don't even mention Adam Warlock at all, really. I don't like that. They really mentioned the High Evolutionary as like the main antagonist in this. I just want to see more myself before putting it higher on the list. Again, we're going to do this again, but for right now, it's like my top six, I would say I'm confident in my top six that it's like, again, Marvel blew away this weekend. You're right. Like they blew this away. That's why like putting this at seven feels disrespectful. But then again, like it's not it is. how good the top you putting is. it at seven is disrespectful. Don't try Don't get it twisted, bro. It is disrespectful. What James Gunn has brought to this universe, right? With the guardians that brought to this universe, you give him number seven. This is number four, bro. This is top five. Why? Okay. All we got was a new logo, right? But I think you're forgetting the fact that we're getting a holiday special. Do you not remember that? We are getting a holiday special before this movie. It was a treat that anyone saw any footage from this movie. It just wrapped filming. James Gunn has been talking on Twitter about this, right? He says the VFX and the visual, like the visuals, like we're not ready to be seen on repeated viewings. So therefore, he's not releasing it to audiences because he knows how Twitter operates, right? He's got over a million followers. He's on Twitter frequently. He knows the kind of response that MCU fans are going to have if this trailer got released. I did not read a ton about the trailer, what's in it. Kind of want to be surprised a little bit. The fact you have Adam Warlock in this movie, he played such an important role in the comics with the Infinity Gauntlet saga, right? I think they're going to try and want to make up for this, okay? With Secret Wars. I think he's going to have a major, major, major influence in the future of the MCU. Not to mention, okay, this is the final run for the Guardians of the Galaxy, most likely. Most likely, although they might appear, they may appear in Secret Wars because I think even Chris Pratt was talking about that idea of separate universes and people are now there's a loophole to come back. He brought that up as a possibility. He hasn't completely shut the door on it, right? But also, we get a in-depth story potentially for Rocket Raccoon, right? We see about his past and probably also a younger ra- ra- Rocket Raccoon making an appearance in this movie. So to me, like first of all, I love Guardians of the Galaxy. Right, the original 
one of my top five favorite MCU films. Okay. Sequel, I thought was also incredible. Not necessarily top tier Marvel, but also very good. I don't know. I like this is top five for me. Is that good? I, James Gunn. I, I need to see more. I, I need to see we more. We haven't seen anything. <laughs> well, I need to hear more. I need I need more reassurances from this. And also the Rocket Raccoon thing what? that you just said, wasn't that not I Am Groot series? No. That was from the movie that we're gonna get more of a backstory. That's what and I saw. That's record. what I saw. Um, that was being okay. Reported. Maybe I misread. Maybe I misread. I thought I saw that from I am Groot. But that's the part of the show that we've been missing is like Rocket's backstory. We've been so concerned with Peter Quill, and we've been so concerned with even Groot in the next Groot that's come by Gamora and her relationship with Thanos, mm-hmm. Drax from the first Guardians of the Galaxy. Let's see more about Rocket because that's no, the one we haven't so seen. My thought process uh, was going that I originally had this as number. Five. I originally had this at five, but I'm like Ant Man Quantum Media. The Kang Dynasty is the name of an Avengers movie. I have to have Ant Man Quantum Mania ahead of this. I had to, just from that reason alone. Against again, most anticipated list that we're doing related to the multiverse saga. Got to do that. And then we mentioned Wakanda Forever is included. That's my number five. Just a spoiler. Alert. That's my number five. That okay. had to go ahead of this. Wait, wait. Is that what we were on? Did you give your six? I. It was Ant Man. Quantum Mania. Okay, yours was so I had Wakanda Forever Forever as number six, and I was once again talking that five through eight was really hard. But yeah, let's talk about Wakanda Forever. Talk about the trailer. Thoughts? I thought it was really good. <laughs> it was really good for not having a Black Panther till the end. I loved it. Um, man, like, what else can I say about this trailer? I think it was very powerful. No Woman, No Cry remix, along with All Right Kendrick. Uh, very sentimental, very well done there. Looks from a trailer perspective on my phone. It looks very good visually. We'll wait and see about in person. Ryan Coogler, I respect the name. One of the best young directors in Hollywood, let alone directors in Hollywood right now. He's got to be putting his whole heart and soul into this. Same with everyone else in the cast. It's got to be good. Now, I think the Queen, uh, Ramonda Queen Angela speech. Bassett. Yeah, Angela Bassett, Oscar nominee. Very powerful scene there with that speech. You could tell this is going to be not just about the black, like Chad, uh, honoring Chadwick Boseman, but like performances left and right. Love that. Martin Freeman looking like a young James Bond. Uh, freaking, that was weird. Uh, I forgot he was Get alive. Out Get out of here. But I think a low-key, like, like Namor, huge. And this actor, he has like Latin, very Latin American. I am not familiar with his work. Not of course. We'll have to see. But I'm very anymore in the comics is a very interesting character. And the Atlanteans, I, I'm very interested to see. And again, Doctor Doom, maybe and again, we don't this is just rumor. Either in this movie or post credits, most likely post credits. I'm excited for that. I think just based on who's gonna be that Black Panther, who like what's gonna happen with Wakanda, how it's gonna relate, I think just let alone. Chadwick Boseman, post Chadwick Boseman era for the Black Panther, plus this easily in the top 10. For me, number five. Yeah, so I did this at six uh, for a bunch of different reasons. Uh, I was skeptical of this trailer, I think, like many Marvel fans prior to its release, because we've heard about like the uh, the questions leading into this movie, who's going to take up the mantle. We heard about Letitia Wright, and then we'd say, like, okay, how are they going to handle the death of Chadwick Boseman even in the movie? Are they going to actually kill T'Challa, or what's going to happen exactly? Recast, yada, yada, yada. This looked spectacular. 
It looked amazing. The cultural relevance of the first Black Panther leading into this one, you could feel it. You could see it. Uh, you could see it like literally through the dancing and the cultural moments there. You got the music. You mentioned it. No woman, no cry into all right. Um, I forgot Lupina Nyong'o's in the MCU. I really hope she is Black Panther. That's my thoughts too. I literally I, said like she should be the Black Panther next Black Panther I want and her not Letitia Wright. It would make no sense if Letitia Wright did it, in my opinion. She had skills. She had a lot of fighting exactly. skills in the first one. And I love Lupita Nyong'o. She has a lot of recognition to her name. I think she can ease she not easily, but she can carry this mantle. Uh, what I'm thinking, Letitia Wright might have it. I, it's first of all, it's a woman. It's a woman. You could tell. Yeah, for sure. Like for I, sure. I, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's, it's like the most that any fans have like stared at an ass for an extended period of time, trying to figure out who that is. But I think it's a woman. Mbaku, like I don't think he's packing that much back there. Um, but I think Lupita well, Nyong'o too much probably might you know be. I mean? Yeah, I know. Like, uh, yes, I guess it would have been obvious. But like you've seen his quads, like he's a big boy. You know, I feel he's like the, the, the legs there yeah. look like a woman's legs. Just they're uh, skinnier than. But Winston at Duke. the same time. Letitia Wright also has top billing for this movie. If you saw I, that. I, just Letitia Wright would make no sense to me. She's so smart. She's so nerdy, like a Tony Stark, but she like you're telling me she's the next Black Panther over all these other skilled Wakanda fighters. That makes no sense to me. And Akoya. And, and you have uh um oh crap. Uh we, we just mentioned Lapita Nuong. Uh yeah. such an accomplished actress. She can carry a franchise. Oscar winner. Oscar winner. Like the, the MCU like already has Oscar winners and Oscar nominees coming to the frame more and more in these next two phases. Uh, three phases, to be honest. She that wasn't in any movies. game or anything. It's like Not she's very, she's very solely like thing. Black Panther. That's her. Like Black Panther is like what she belongs to in this universe, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, so I agree. I would love keep, to see her. As keep Letitia Wright cooking the way she is as like a Tony Stark genius type, right? Maybe even leading next queen, perhaps after um, Ramonda, a la Angela Bassett. But no, Black Panther should go to Lupita Nyong'o, in my opinion. And I think I do want to talk about Namor here because they changed his background a little bit. They made him uh, as a descendant of the Aztecs, I believe. Uh, you could tell by uh, the nose ring, the earring, and like what he's wearing. I got to be honest. I thought he was going to be more jacked. I kind of respect that he wasn't as jacked. I'm like, this kind of guy, this guy is my body. <laughs> so I was watching him. I'm like, he's a thick boy. I'm like, that, that, that's that's me. <laughs> he didn't, he didn't I, look that jacked. Wait, just to, just to clarify, I thought he has Aztec origins. Yes. You tell me that in the movie he has Aztec origins. Yeah, the movie he does. Oh, I thought like him, like the actor, Tenoch. Thank you. I thought he himself not only is Mexican, they but changed also the background of Namor's character for the movie. Just for him. Okay. That actually leads me to like makes me more excited. That means this guy must be a great actor. I again like he's only done a lot of Latin American indies, stuff like that. Like Narcos. He's huge in Narcos. Narcos. Like, he's the guy. So it's just like I haven't seen too much of him, but that make that leans to me saying, hey. This guy's the real deal. Marvel is gonna like change the backstory of a comic book character that's very famous, that's very influential. People wanted to see in Doctor Strange Two: Multiverse of Madness next to Professor X and Reed Richards, you included. It's like, hey, like that's big. 
the underwater scenes also look incredible in this trailer. It's 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 so transparent. It's so clear. You you know you know exactly what you're seeing. And when it when it go, when it pairs with the music, it is literally gorgeous. It is a gorgeous sequence from director Ryan Coogler. It's one of the best young visionary directors that we have in general. So uh, it looks incredible. And I think we also got to talk about Riri Williams, right? Played by Dominique Thorne, uh, who plays Ironheart, right? So what do you think about her in this trailer? Like, it seems like she has, she's going to be Wakandan. I think she's going to get her equipment, right, from Wakanda, like the metal from Wakanda, uh, just like Cap Shield, right? Same type of material being made with this Ironheart suit. Um, this is going to lead into her series, right? Without a doubt. Uh, Ironheart did not make my list. Um, Same. I don't remember anything besides the heart in the trailer, though. I will say. Dapping um, her up. You know, so, like, they did the parallel with, like, Tony Stark, who's, like, he's banging away when he's being held captive and held hostage in the right, first Right, that's Iron the only Man. thing I remember. You know, you, they have her banging out the heart, right? That's the that's only the thing parallel. I remember. But also they dapped up uh, okay, her and Sherry. Sherry and her are good friends. That's what you, you could tell from okay. this, this trailer. Okay. Maybe I just didn't realize that was Dominic uh, uh, right there. But uh, Dominic. Um, but uh, yeah, I thought that was good. I'm excited for that. I honestly think her being a part of this gives me more enthusiasm for Ironheart, the TV series. Maybe I'll give that a chance. And I forgot to mention this during Daredevil. And also when I mentioned She-Hulk, I might give She-Hulk a try now. That trailer. Daredevil's in it. The trailer wasn't still great, but Mark Ruffalo, Jedi Master, basically in this, like doing the teaching, right? And also Daredevil's in it. That might force me to watch it because I love Daredevil. Again, he's in the my trailer, which means like he's in more than you think in the exactly. show. Like so he's I not think in I just have, that one scene. I think I have to watch. I did my break with Miss Marvel. It was a much needed Disney Plus break. Did Obi Wan Kenobi? I will come back for She Hulk. I think that's my announcement. That's the big announcement coming from the Driving Podcast. You heard Ricky it here Flex. first, folks. Okay, it's it's published right now. Uh, Ricky Flex. So that's an. I think we just covered a lot for the Wakanda Forever trailer. Where looks incredible, sounds incredible. I think it's actually a proper way to end this next phase. It seemed like Kevin Feige wanted to get out of this phase as quick as possible, and it seemed like he knew he could rely on Ryan Coogler to deliver despite all obstacles and despite all odds that he faces with this movie. I think he looks at this as an opportunity. Okay. Let's end this new phase. This is like almost like a come down after Endgame and Infinity War. We got this out of us. Okay, now let's move on to phase five leading into phase six, which is arguably the biggest phase in the history of the MCU. You know, so I feel like it's smart that they end with phase five, uh, phase four with Wakanda forever. And then we start a new chapter. It almost feels like this wasn't the plan in the first place, but Feige's uh, kind of had to adjust over time. I think COVID kind of messed everything up as well with these releases. All right, so there's a, the, so just to recap here. So we have my 10 through 5, right? I got Secret Invasion, Daredevil, Loki Season 2, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, Ant-Man, Quantumania, Wakanda Forever. You have Thunderbolts at 10, yep. Captain America, New World Order at 9, Ant-Man at 8, but nothing at 7. And I think I know what you're going to have at 7, and I'm going to have it at 4. Oh, yeah, I, I didn't even get my 7. This is crazy. Are you going to say it or no? Blade, Blade is my number seven. The and that's only my solo four. project I have here. Uh, go ahead, elaborate on Blade. Well, I, again, like Blade, I had this at yes. five initially. By the way, it kept going up and down. Okay, so this is my number four. Okay, I, in my opinion, my top four, my top four, immediate top four, without a second doubt. The rest of the the rest of it was hard. 
Okay. Marshall Ali, two-time Oscar winner, back-to-back Oscar winner. Might be the best actor in Hollywood right now. We saw a little bit in Eternals post credit scene. We might get Kit Harrington in this. We mentioned Anthony Starr at the beginning of the podcast. Might be the vampire in this. For me, it doesn't matter. The storyline is Blade, Marshala Ali. He doesn't carry the same weight as like a Leo DiCaprio. Or in my opinion, he's right under that along with Adam Driver. I think if he's in a movie, that carries enough weight where you get, for me... Like Wakanda Forever, yes, yeah, I'm very interested. It looks, it looks amazing. That trailer looks amazing. But guess what? Like, you still don't have that A-list actor, like R.I.P. Chadwick Boseman. But, like, you still don't have that. Blade, you have Marshala Ali coming to the MCU, who's a well-known actor. Like, imagine if Adam Driver, like, I don't know, not Adam Driver. But, like, I don't know. Like, it's just shocking to me he's even doing this. He has a passion for it. I'm going to watch whatever Marshala Ali's on. I have to put this high. The top three is so influential for the multiverse saga. I just can't do it. But the power of Marshall Ali for me put this to four. Too high. That's so high. Not for me. That is so high because you argued, you just argued that you had Loki make this list because of the implications for the multiverse saga. And then you just throw that out the window for Blade and you put it in your top five. That makes well, no sense. Because Blade, Blade has no effect on the, the, the next like – like he on Secret Wars, like he might show up, but like he has no influence. I agree. So the difference is Tom Hiddleston, love him, but Marshala Ali, like Marshala Ali's Marshala Ali. I, I I gotta see it, dude. But like I think honestly, I love Marshala Ali. Name me another movie he's led other than Swan Song where it's led to critical acclaim. Everything else has been a supporting role. Oh, that's a good question, but it doesn't matter. It's just that it, yes, good. it does. What do you mean? I think he's, he's carrying good. a franchise here, a sub franchise of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes, he's talented. Yes, I think he can do it, but it's not where it's like he's so talented. I'm going to skip over Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three for like Marshall Ali, who's never even been in a major IP movie. He doesn't even know how to be a blockbuster star. Well, I don't think that matters, in my opinion. I think it does. There's been so many people that have been cast as superheroes that aren't proven at all. At all. What do you so mean? I really don't think that matters one bit. I think that one it just I think it's similar to Christian Bale, Gore the God Butcher, except that he's leading the movie. Oh, except he and he's gonna Batman. get the most screen time. Wait, say it again? Except he played Batman. <laughs> yeah, right. But I'm just saying, like he's a one and done. Marshall Ali, like he's so oh, yeah. Well, yeah, he yeah, you're you're making a time. further commitment. Um, I'm not saying he's bad. But like, like Blade, first of all, it's a solo jump compared to like these team up movies that also are some are sequels and some are the culmination of years upon well. years. Maybe, maybe like Anthony Starr as Delroy the villain, is also in this. But you also just you also criticize the fact that we don't have information on other projects. We know nothing about this movie other than the fact Marshall Ali starring in it. I got Deborah Lindo as well, just to say. Yeah, I, I that do, makes it a top five. Again, movie? I just think that Marshall Ali carries so much weight. I think that carries it because Wakanda Forever. Again, I've mentioned my comments. Ant Man, Quantum Mania. You got to Wakanda Forever ahead of this. Just you can't, just because Marshall is in this movie, like Ryan Coogler, I think carries more weight than Marshall Ali. Mm. I'll say that he's leading that movie. I don't know. It's um, tough. No, I hear you. I'm just saying. I, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm, all right. Another factor is okay. If we just read these names, I'm like, what? is going to be a better movie, not superhero movie, better movie. 
Blade, Wakanda Forever, Ant-Man, Quantumania, Guardians. What would be a better movie, like art in the form of art, like cinema? I think Blade. Wakanda Forever. Ryan Coogler. He's I... never missed. And then I would say probably next, Guardians of the Galaxy. Disagree with that. You know, other than Marshall Lee, give me other names of Tesla because Blade that makes you think it's going to be that much better than Guardians Delroy of the Galaxy. Delroy Lindo. Why would Delroy Lindo come Delroy to Delroy Lindo movie? has been acting for 40 years in Hollywood. Yeah, because no he's he amazing. Until last year. He's one of the most underappreciated actors of all time. Oh, my God. Yes, I get it. But like, is why like, would he how come to the MCU? Like, is he the villain in Blade? Like, him showing up as like Blade's dad? Is that gonna make it like a top five most anticipated no, multiverse saga movie? Something. These performances are gonna be better than these performances are gonna be better than Wakanda Forever. No, dude. Yes. You think you're not seeing Angela Bassett in Wakanda Forever? You can't say. Stephanie I know. I just said that. Lupita Nyong'o. Who's he's a better not actor? Good at Wakanda Forever. Tena Huerta. Not he's not gonna be good as Namor. And well, I don't know. I don't, I haven't really seen him in a lot. The trailer looked great. I, I I get that you don't love Black Panther. But I like Black Panther. I know, but I'm just saying like it's it's a follow-up. I have it at number five. I know, but I'm saying you have Blade in front of I do. Wakanda forever. To me, that's nuts. We know nothing about this movie. Nothing. I love Marshall Ali. I, do I love the like rumor. A... If Anthony Starr knew he was in this movie, I would have it higher, but I think I have it at seven. I think it's appropriate. But I, 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 I agree scale, you love Marshall Ali. I get yes. it. I, again, I'm thinking more so like cinema art performance for this movie. And I think that carries weight more than the other ones. <laughs> who's and making I think, it? I don't even know who's making it. Oh, it's – oh, he actually is Bassam Tariq. He's uh, – hold on. He's well, done. He has, like, he has a lot of indie like critical success and documentaries. I, I know a guy who's done that too, and he's also had mainstream success. His name's Ryan Coogler. Okay, yes. I agree. I'm, again, I'm not, I'm not saying for you to change your pick. <laughs> I'm not I'm going to. Saying, I'm defending mine. I'm not changing mine either. I know. I'm, I'm just, just coming saying, at you for it. I'm just I, I, I like you. You're again, Blade think, top five. Yeah, I am. I am. I am. I am. And I love the original Blade with Wesley. Like, Snipes. like, how, like I was gonna say, if you love Wesley Snipes Blade, then I get it. If you don't love his original Blade, I don't get it. I love Wesley Snipes original. Second one, I like okay. third, bad. Yeah, I'm not as big as other people. Like, it's 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 okay. Third. Uh. So I've already given my five, with, which was Daredevil. I think that might be the ballsiest thing I did on this list. Four, I did Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Your four was Blade? Yes. Right? Moving on to number three. What do you got, Ricky Flex? I have the Avengers Kang Dynasty. I think I have to say my two to put in this argument because I know you're going to come at me because I know you have the first two Avengers. Go. It, it's so, not over. Go ahead. I think Fantastic Four, I'm much more... Fantastic Four is so influential on Marvel, in particular the Secret Wars, in particular Doctor Doom. I'm intrigued. Who's going to be Fantastic Four? Who's going to actually be Reed Richards? Who's actually going to be Sue Storm, The Thing, Human Torch, Doctor Doom? I just think in itself, I'm more anticipated to see that than King Dynasty, which we know we're going to get Kane. We're going to see him in Quantumania. We're going to probably see him in Loki Season 2. Probably going to see him in something else beforehand to be honest just because we have all these untitled marvel films coming out in projects in the meantime and i think the big avengers movie is going to be secret wars secret wars is number one spoiler alert like come on like we've been again as i said at the beginning of the podcast we knew this was coming they finally announced it this is going to be the the event in cinema or in movie theaters of the decade like without a doubt similar to infinity war and endgame war 
Secret Wars will be the same. Kang Dynasty will not be near that. Not even close. I think it will be an Avengers type of movie. Of course, it's called The Avengers, and it will be fantastic. But related back to the Fantastic Four, it's just like, hey, Fantastic Four, I think people forget just how influential they are, especially on the Secret Wars impact. I think I'm more interested to see the casting, everything else coming out of that, than King Dynasty, which is just going to be a lead into Secret Wars. Now, again, once we find out more, once we find out everything else going on, this might change. But right now, for me, I'm more interested in the Fantastic Four. And again, X-Men, I did mention X-Men would leap the Fantastic Four, in my opinion. They, they That would leap it to number two. All right. So, but again, we don't have any information on that. Cannot include it. But for me, Fantastic Four at number two and King Dynasty three. Okay. I'm going to make an alteration to my list and it's not because of anything you just said. Okay. I'm going to put King Dynasty at three. Why am I doing that? Well, I think what the MCU is doing is almost the opposite of phase three, where you had Infinity War and Endgame. Infinity War was more of a culmination project, all these characters coming together for an entire movie. Then Endgame is almost like a return to the original Avengers. Here with the Kang Dynasty, I have a feeling like there's going to be mostly characters from Earth 616 taking on these multiple different variants of Kane leading into Secret Wars, which is going to be the all out multiverse movie. Okay. For that reason, do too, right? Stakes will still be there. It'll still be a, like a huge movie. But in terms of like the multiverse being absolutely used to its absolute max in Secret Wars, I'm going to put Kang, Avengers Kang Dynasty at number three. Why I initially had this also at two, I think that Kang is going to be an insane villain. And I think it's going to take a powerhouse performance from Jonathan Majors. He is not going to be playing one variant of Kang. He is going to be playing multiple. You're going to be seeing one that's like similar to what he what he's going to uh, bring to the table with Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania. It can be one also similar to what we saw in Loki. You could have one that is almighty in terms of a physical like type of performer here. Like you don't know like what he's bringing to the table. It's going to be more impressive than what Thanos did, than Josh Brolin. You're playing so many different varieties of the same character against the Avengers, and you have a whole movie to do so. Not to mention he's going to be carrying over probably one of those variants minimum into Secret Wars. So I get it. I'm just going to stick and talk about Kang Dynasty for now because I do agree with you. I think it's good that we come off a of Blade conversation. We actually are on the same page. We don't have to be. But. but this one, I agree. That, like, it's three. I also have Fantastic Four at two in Secret Wars 1. I, like, am I wrong? Like, Fantastic Four, I just think people forget. We're moving on. We're talking about four now. Right, Fantastic Four. Right, yep. Yeah. I, I, I think that it's so, it's major. Especially after the failed of the sequel. I think the first Fantastic Four is actually a good movie. Saw that for my birthday. I do too. In movie theaters. I think that's a good movie. Rise of Silver Surfer, they disrespected the Silver Surfer and Galactus in that movie so hardcore. Terrible. They did a terrible job in that. I would love to see a Rise of Silver Surfer uh, coming in here. Because Silver Surfer... Phase 6! Phase 6! That would be an unreal storyline, too. That I think that just adds to Fantastic Four being at number 2 and not 3 as well. Silver Surfer is an unbelievable character. He's like basically Galactus's, uh like right-hand man, like surveying like Earth's or uh, worlds to destroy. 
And he basically like Silver Surfer, like basically goes to Earth and realizes, holy crap, maybe I'm in the wrong here. Like, and then Galactus in Galactus is a big player in Secret Wars. So it's just like, holy shit. And we've already seen Galactus and Doctor Strange in a terrible way again. Marvel not doing justice again, but hey, get it right this time. And holy crap. And again, yeah. I think Fantastic Four. Oh, okay, you go, you go. Yeah. There is a possibility that we could be seeing Galactus, Doctor Doom, and Silver Surfer in the Secret Wars movie. And if Black Panther introduces Doctor Doom ahead of his appearance in, right, Fantastic Four, post-credit could actually feature what we're saying, Galactus, his relationship with Silver Surfer. And if we get that from Phase 5 leading in, or Phase 4, right, with Wakanda Forever into Phase 6, that is gold. And I think that's what we've been missing with Fantastic Four, like these iconic villains and also iconic IP and iconic characters that we have at the sole part of the universe, you know? Yeah, and like the Secret Wars comic book, like it does have Galactus, and he ends up like leaving the group of villains that are trying to organize this whole thing, but as like a different entity. It's like whatever. backstabbing. There's a yeah, line exactly. people like, like non-align. Like other like Secret Crazy. Wars villains, like Doctor Doom is like Ultron's one that we mentioned in it. that's huge. Ultron is a massive character in Secret Wars. Yeah. I don't know how they would incorporate that again. Um, obviously, from what the events of Age of Ultron, don't know how they would do that again. So I'm guessing that's going to be a no. Another one, Doctor Doc Ock. He's a massive player in Secret Wars too. Yeah. Alfred Molina come back. You like, know? I don't know if they can do that again, especially after the switch that Doc Ock did in Spider No Way Home, and like all these other. Um, but also, like it also just. With Secret Wars, it's not also just about like people are good or bad. He takes like the most ultimate beings and people that have these powers and puts them on a planet for them, for them to face each other. You know, right. so like sometimes the like beyonder, the royalties, the can, you're saying. yeah, the Beyonder, right? So they can cross lines. They have alliances when they start, but do they maintain that? Right, like and Magneto. That's why, Magneto is a great example. It's why X Men, that X Men movie, has to come out in twenty twenty three or twenty four. I also untitled, think one of the untitled ones because Magneto is such a big part in secret wars because he originally is with the heroes but then it's like holy crap wait why are you with us and then he go like it's crazy what happens i think i think what's gonna happen with phase six we're going to get x-men right somehow joining secret wars we're gonna have the thunderbolts that are gonna be joining secret wars fantastic four the avengers the non-aligned which is probably gonna be like spider-man daredevil and then going beyond that, I think the new Avengers are actually going to like be, make an appearance in the Secret Wars because that's what they've been building up to during this phase four of the MCU. People say there is no like the, the direction has been off for the MCU. They mentioned the multiverse, but to me, they have been really building up for this young Avengers type of team that will eventually make an appearance, especially but, with you. What were you saying? But like, also, I think like a big aspect of the Secret Wars that we haven't even mentioned yet. I know I referred to it earlier. Is that they bring back old characters. Oh, yeah. Dude, they look like at the old entire Chris Evans could come back. Robert Downey Jr. can come back. That's why, like, there was no doubt. Like, Hugh Jackman. Thing I wrote. Hugh, Hugh Jackman is Wolverine, as, bro. Yeah, like, Patrick Stewart. Like, everybody can come back. Like, literally in any Marvel Wesley capacity. Snipes. Yes. Wesley Snipes. Yes, like, literally anybody. That's why, like, the first thing you write Nick down Cage. when you're doing this is this. It had to be Secret Wars. Like, that was the only guarantee spot on this list was secret wars was number one yeah and then fantastic four 
I'm just going to make the case why it's two. And I think you already really said it. I think the main reason I have it number two is because of Dr. Doom. And Dr. Doom, because I think he's going to be a major player in Secret Wars, but I think he's also going to be a major player in the history, like the near the the, the uh, near future, excuse me, of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He might be the next big bad after King the Conqueror. And I think like Dr. Doom be. is someone I've wanted to see in the MCU for so long. Great character. So cool. So cool. And uh, it just has such a unique look. And he has so many relationships with so many different Marvel heroes aside from uh the fantastic four like i love him like watching him animated like against like like animated series against spider-man and things like that like give me that like i just want to see dr doom i i would say fantastic four this the original the first movie was i i think very i think was good um and i do think dr doom and that was very good but i just think that that was like such a limit on dr doom looking back on it it's like that literally showed like oh all he does is he controls electricity like no 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 dr doom is a million times if not more bigger and better than that and more powerful like isn't absurd the lengths that he can go as a character and his powers and his motivations his motivations in that was like centered around Sue Storm, which makes sense for a movie, like centered around romance, Reed Richards, everything like that. But like Dr. Doom, like at the end of the day, like he is so much powerful and bigger than that. They haven't tied and, him to his country too. I forgot what the name of the country is. So I just, I, I really think that if Marvel does it right, Dr. Doom could be something. If not, it, and I think it could be so much better because I know a lot of people want to see Galactus as the next big bad. But I think like you need someone to connect to, like a connectivity with your audience. Doctor Doom is so much more connectable than a Galactus, especially when we already had a Thanos. I think Doctor Doom would be a next logical step after Kang, because Kang is definitely going to lead this multiverse. But Doctor Doom should definitely be the next big bad, in my opinion, over a Galactus. It could be crazy. It's just like there's so many different options. But the fact that Fantastic Four will introduce Doctor Doom as a character I've always wanted to see, to me, that's the most important thing. And uh, you can expect at D23, we probably get casting for the uh, Fantastic Four movie which would be very cool. Um, and that's probably where we're going to get a lot of fill-ins for Phase 6 of the MCU. Maybe we get the first X-Men's announced. Maybe some X-Men spinoffs announced. And potentially, obviously, Spider-Man 4 or Deadpool 3. Like, all those could be a part of the MCU Phase 6. And that, for me, would be an almost, nearly enough, depending on how well Secret Wars and Kang Dynasty perform, to be, like, the, the phase of the MCU to match Phase 3. And I, just one last thing, because you just mentioned the next Comic-Con event, like, you know, casting event. That will be bigger than this, in my opinion. Again, a hot take. I think casting the X-Men, casting the Fantastic Four is bigger than a release date for something that we already knew was coming. That's all I was trying to say with the Henry Cavill thing. I think that's bigger than just release dates for something that we already know. That's just my opinion. That's my viewpoint of things. But, like, the Marvel Cinematic Universe is so different because, like, they have such rigidity with the dates they pick and what's going to happen. Yes, they, they do switch them around every once in a while slightly, but like when these things are announced, like fans have these expectations, so they have to make sure they get them right the first time. And like seeing those different parts of those phases pop up and seeing the potential, like what are the odds that we're actually going to get those two Avenger movies in the same year? If they pull that off, that is nuts. That is nuts. By the way, who's directing those movies? I've read a lot of things. Obviously, I don't. I, there's nothing closely aligned. Just rumors. It's not. It won't be the Russos. 
I think Kevin Feige made that clear. I think I think the Gray Man. We'll, we'll talk about that on tomorrow's episode. They they just struggled ever since that game. Um, I don't know, and I don't think it's going to be a critically acclaimed director. And I don't think Kugler is going to do it, even because I think he's going to stick to Black Panther and then his his other Fruitfield Station type of roles. I think like Denny V. He's too big of a director. Won't go to superheroes. I think that's the problem. They need a big director like that, but need ones that willing to go to the superhero route. I think the only logical guess is the guy that dropped out of Fantastic Four to kind of open himself up to it, and it's Jaw Wants. You know what? I think they should do this approach that you've talked about before, Ricky Flex, and make this an all hands on deck approach. The movie's way too big. Like even it's bigger than Endgame. It's bigger than Infinity War. All right. Let's get a bunch of people that understand these characters and the one overseer here. I think Kevin Feige should direct the movie. I think Kevin Feige should be the one who directs it. So instead of him making all creative decisions, he is the all overseer. He's not only producing and executive producing, but instead, right, he's actually facilitating between the likes of a James Gunn, between the likes of a John Watts, between the likes of a Peyton Reed, or even a Taika Waititi. Just like have those people producing. Kevin Feige as the one overseer who gets the one directing credit. Give it to Feige, everyone else co-directors. Thoughts? I kind of love that. I think that's the way to go. Honestly, I, I take back what I said. Even though I do like what I said, that's the better solution. He understands these characters better than anyone in the universe in the multiverse okay so like give him that opportunity i think he would crush it he understands marvel comics better than anybody give him that honor give him that honor he deserves i think it. He deserves and i it. and i feel like he would do a better job than anybody else honestly he deserves it yeah all right just to go through a couple uh so do you have the list in front of you our top 10 rankings I have Secret Invasion at 10, and then 10 through 1, it's going to go Daredevil at 9, Loki Season 2, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, Ant-Man uh, and the Wasp, Quantumania, Wakanda Forever at 5, Blade 4, and then we both share the same top three, Avengers, Kang Dynasty, Fantastic Four, Secret Wars. You have Thunderbolts at 10, Captain America, New World Order at 9, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania at 8, Blade at 7, Wakanda Forever at 6, Daredevil at 5, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 at 4. And then again, same top three, Kang Dynasty, Fantastic Four, Secret Wars. Perfect. I just want to go through a couple of these ones that we did not get to in our list. We had uh, uh, Spider-Man Freshman Year, an animated series on the origins of Tom Holland's Spider-Man. I don't know if this is going to be connected to the overall MCU. This might be taking place in a, in a, in a variant knows? type of universe, a variant version of Peter Parker. We see... Norman Osborn as uh, the Tony Stark role in this universe. Okay. Also has the waves back. Love to see it. And then going along with that, X-Men 97, we, it's picking up from where the last episode le uh, left us, where uh, we have Professor X no longer with the team. All right. Uh, we have Magneto leading the X-Men. I actually watched like uh, the first episode the other day just because I wanted to get back into it. Always had to sit through the theme song. And then going through that, Agatha uh, House of Harkness has changed its title to Agatha Coven of Chaos. All right. Going along with that, Ironheart, we know it's coming out. What else am I missing from this, Ricky Flex? Marvel Zombies, What If Season 2. Um, That's pretty much it then. 
great pod, great rankings. I think we did an incredible job. All right. Very entertaining pod. I Let can't us know wait if for, we did. I can't wait for – yes, please do. Leave us a review, right? Rate us five stars if you think we earned it. And then, uh, yeah, we'll shout you out in the pod afterwards. D23 Expo coming September 9th through 11th. And we're going to make sure that we are covering that even closer than we did with uh, San Diego Comic-Con 2022. All right. We got some MC, We got some MCU castings probably on the horizon. Should be good. All right. Make sure you're sticking with us on the feed this week. We have reviews of Jordan Peele's new movie, Nope, along with the Russo's brothers, the Russo brothers, uh, new release on Netflix, The Gray Man. Uh, going along with that, we probably have some checkup news by the end of the week. Make sure you're following us wherever you're listening right now to stay tuned to all the latest news and reviews and exciting drafts. So make sure you're following us also on social media, Twitter. Instagram at the drive-in pod, hit that follow button for entertaining content and uh, amazing clips, right? Cut up by the one and only gift God. That's going to do it for Ricky oh, flicks, Dr. O no until next time we will no smell. Woman, no cry. I remember when we used to sit. In a government yard in Trenchtown Overall by serving the hypocrites Mingle with the good people we meet Good friends we have and good friends we've lost You can't forget your past So dry your teeth, I said